0: Hey, Google, play some music. Hey there, listeners. Welcome back to the Google Stadia Show. My name is Donnie Reese, if you've forgotten... It's been a minute since we recorded an episode of the Google Stadia show. It's been since E3 when we recorded our reactions to the Stadia Connect that happened the week before. Um, unfortunately, we haven't we haven't been able to marry up schedules uh, of late. I went on vacation. For those of you that may not listen to our other shows on the PSVG podcast network, um, I took a couple weeks off and uh, left and, and moved those. And we 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 had plans to. Pair back up when I got back together, and, and that didn't work out last weekend. And unfortunately, I'm here alone on this episode. It's just me. Um, this is my first episode recording solo. A lot of our friends in the podcast community have done this very well. You know, Jason Lacey at Flux to Pose, Sean Capri. I've, I've heard solo shows a bunch, and I'm always amazed at how they do. So, this is my first foray into the effort. Uh, hopefully, I I do well by you guys. Uh, I want to say thanks for sticking with us. Hopefully um, you haven't given up on us. Like I said, we we want to be a monthly show. That was always the case. We've always told ourselves that if uh, you know, if, if we really like Google Stadia and it really takes off, that maybe after launch, maybe we go bi-weekly or weekly. Um, but right now, I think the... The idea was always to be a monthly show, and we still are a monthly show. We did an episode in June, and this episode is dropping right now in July. But, you know, monthly, we really want to be there for you, you know, every 25, 30 days, and right now we're, like, on day 50. And like I said, I apologize. I'll take the brunt of that. It's been vacation and and just a lot of busyness on my end, and then Jared and Dev have been trying to, you know, uh, coordinate around my schedule. Uh, But unfortunately, Jared uh, has fallen ill. So we hope you get better, buddy. And uh, Dev's computer blew up on him this morning. We sat there for about an hour trying to get it all together. It's just not a go. So I had uh, two options. I could record the show myself and do a solo show, or I could postpone it, maybe wait for another member of the PSVG podcast team to jump in here with me. You know, you guys have waited long enough. So I just wanted to go ahead and let you know the, the landscape, where we are, and just jump into it. And uh, like I said, hopefully you like it, and uh, hopefully I'm still enjoying it, still very excited. Um, so today's episode, episode 5, was titled The Google AMA. So Google had an act, Ask Us Anything over on Reddit last week when I was on vacation. And we've got some, some news, some updates that they've dropped that I'm going to read to you. But before I did that, I want to follow up on E3. So like I said, our last episode, we recorded right after the Stadia Connect. Right after it. All of our impressions from the Stadia Connect. And if you guys remember last episode, I was... um you know, still a little down, a little pessimistic, not completely sold on the Google Stadia showing. You know, they had games and we learned about the service and that, and there's still a lot of confusion, which I'm gonna address some of that now. But I just didn't really think they, they brought the news. You know, they didn't bring any excitement, they didn't you know, they didn't provide any exclusives, we didn't see like any like big, you know, savings, we just kind of saw their, their pitch, their business, you know, plan. That changed a few days later, and that's it and then That in itself is an interesting thing to think about because, you know, the service still hasn't launched, so they still have all the time in the world to communicate. And by the sounds of, you know, this Ask Us Anything that they did, it sounds like they still have a lot more to say. But one giant announcement that we got during E3 that was not included in the Stadia Connect was the fact that Stadia will be an exclusive partner, uh, at least in the console space if we're still counting Stadia as a console, you know, competitor, for Uplay+. Ubisoft's new streaming service. Um, Ubisoft announced a streaming service is 14 dollars a month, and you'll have access to all of Ubisoft's library and day and day games. They even said they went as far as saying, you know, when games launch gods and monsters come out, when watchdogs come out like that'll hit the service and you can subscribe and play that game for 14 dollars a month. This is a big deal because this provides Stadia with a subscription, that's more i think in line with the netflix for gaming if you will like this type of game pass you know subscription and and honestly just content like this provides stadia with a big amount of content so if anybody's interested in trying stadia um, i'd have to imagine you're at least considering doing this now the service itself is interesting one because phil harrison did point out that you won't be able to subscribe to any partners you know subscription services unless you are a Stadia Pro member. If you're thinking of like I'm just going to use the base plan for free and buy some games and then maybe subscribe to up that's not how it's going to work. If you want to have the the you Play Plus subscription, you have to have the Stadia Pro subscription as well. So it really brings the price to $25 a month. That's $300 a year, which I, it's interesting because you've got Game Pass, which is $9.99 a month. You've got EA Access, which is $30 a year. Uplay Plus is way more than both of those, um, but I, I do think there's an argument there to warrant the the added price, the increase in price, because you think about the library that they have, especially day and Date. we're talking Far Cry, The Division, Assassin's Creed, Trials, Rainbow Six Siege, Watch Dogs, Trials Rising, they've got tons and tons and tons of games their back catalog you know uh, i imagine like the south park games will be in there anything splinter cell will be in there rayman will be in there you know maybe they throw in starlink i forgot about that all the assassin's creed games you know from the past like they should all be there now we don't know how many of them will be available for stadia or whatnot and I guess one of the the downsides of this is so uh Uplay Plus launches in September. We won't have access to it via Stadia until 2020. So next year. We don't know when that is. I hope and I assume it'll be there by Watch Dogs or at least that should be the goal because that's their like that's their next big marquee title release. I definitely want it there for God's and Monsters, but getting back to the Stadia aspect of things, $25 a month for an entire year seems like a lot. I think even for, you know, this entire library unless you're just Like, let's say maybe like a really, really big Ubisoft fan. So like Devin, if he was on the show, I think he'd argue this point with me. He loves Ubisoft in almost everything they do. So he's going to be there for sure. He'll be there on PC before Stadia. He's got to be very excited. And I'm excited for this too. I'm interested as to why they waited on this and why Ubisoft didn't just show up at the Stadia Connect. I feel like this was important information to get out in your initial announcement, you know, to, to get people excited for your service. I just feel like it was a missed opportunity, because a lot of people probably gave Stadia a shot during that Connect, and they probably came away going, I'm never going to do this, and maybe they didn't watch the Ubisoft show. I think that's a possibility, but like I said, we've got months before this thing launches, and really, we've got months before it, it launches at all, because, I mean, I keep saying it, even though I know the Stadia Founders Edition is coming this fall, Stadia really doesn't launch until that base plan comes out, and everybody can... Can partake, so it's still not really launching until like 2020, in in my opinion. At least that's how I'm viewing it. Uh, But UPlay Plus is very, very exciting. I think even if you don't subscribe to it, you know, indefinitely for a year, I definitely think there's a really good, strong financial sense to to maybe try out stadia for a month with uplay plus you know maybe you're not sold on it but for $25 you know you throw $25 at it for one month maybe you wait for watch dogs instead of paying $60 for watch dogs maybe you give them 25 and you see if you play it for a month see if it works for you see if it works in your home see if it works you know with you on the go if you want to if you want to play mobile portably. I don't even really know how to say if you want to play from work, which is how I want to play it. But yeah, if you want to play from other locations, test it out in a bunch of different locations. And if it doesn't work, you're only on $25. And if it does work, you played Watch Dogs 3 for $25. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. So I think there's some good value there. I think it's kind of more in line with what people are looking for. And it's definitely something to be excited about. And I hope it comes sooner rather than later. I hope we're not looking at next E3 before Uplay Plus comes. And I do think it's very exciting and intriguing <laughs> i'm almost fascinated to know how stadia has this basically it seems as an exclusive so Uplay plus will launch on pc in september and then it comes to stadia and there is no mentions for Uplay plus to to come to playstation or xbox and that seems really fascinating considering how much business ubisoft does on console with these other console hardware makers the fact that they're not going to be there at all and you've got to think with playstation xbox this you know they have hundred million customers potentially that could you know do you play plus so they're really when they announced a partnership with google they weren't lying they seemed to be a partner with google on this rollout and it's it's that's good as i said and i said on our discord when we watched the ub uh, the ubisoft show i mean that is like the exclusive that's the thing to get excited about that's the content that i thought was lacking in the stadia connect and uh, had that been there, I think I would have been way more positive on our last show. Because I just think of all the things that they said, I think this is the most exciting part, to be quite honest with you. Like, this is the most exciting thing uh, as a consumer. Like, in terms of how excited am I to spend my money? I'm most excited to spend my money on Uplay Plus with Stadia. Especially like I think next March, so we've got Watch Dogs Three, which is Watch Dogs Legion, and we've Gods and Monsters, and they release like two weeks apart if, if the dates hold right now. I think one releases right at the end of February, and the other one releases you know like March twelfth. So if you get you know Stadia Pro and play Plus for the month of March, you'll have access to play both of those games. Um, and if you and if you do it and you cancel that month. Let's say you, you know, let's say you, you're working on the Stadia base, but that month you, you throw the 25, I mean, you've, you've saved, you know, 70% of that money. I think Ubisoft has to provide a lot more value to, to, for many people to justify having that subscription year round, but it's close. It's close. Ubisoft is one of the best game developers in the world and at their price, 15 a so 15 a month for a year. So that's, you know, roughly $180. So that's three games a year. So if you know if you do Assassin's Creed and you do Far Cry and you pick one more, then that's the price of the package and you're getting you know a hundred other games, uh, Ubisoft games to, to play in addition to that. So very exciting, very, very exciting. I wanted to touch base on that and provide an update for anybody, anybody that may have missed it. And if anybody just wanted to hear my thoughts on it, those are my thoughts. I'm very, very excited to see you play plus on Stadia and um, yeah phil harrison said that there are more there are other publishers you know to announce and i definitely think after they ask us anything i definitely think that we'll, we should see a stadia connect before launch i imagine before the, the founders Editions go out and we should have more more information on new games maybe exclusive games and maybe other partners um you know bethesda square enix a lot of rumors out there maybe ea access comes to stadia maybe stadia has some sort of I don't know, I don't think it'd be like another tier like the Pro, but maybe they do some sort of discount if you start bundling more than one together. You know, it really starts to sound um, very similar to like like a cable package. You imagine, so like you, you subscribe to Hulu, but then you can also subscribe to HBO and Cinemax and you know, like a sports upgrade and all that. You can kind of pick your different packages. That kind of feels like maybe the best analogy for Stadia so far is you you subscribe to Stadia Pro, which net you a game a month, which we'll talk about. They, they did clarify that. And then from there, you can grab different bundles and mix and match and month to month go from different games to different games. So, um, yeah, I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. Okay, so let's jump over into this Ask Us Anything that they did over on Reddit because we got some news. Now, it's not... For anybody that's been listening to this show and definitely for us that have been following this news and are excited for Stadia, I really wouldn't call it news. It's not like new what we heard, but uh, they did do some clarification they did provide some clarification because there seems to be a lot of confusion amongst, you know, the internet. There's still websites and blogs and other podcasts that still keep thinking it's Netflix for games and it's Game Pass and, you know, like nobody really seems to understand the business model. So let's just be real clear here. They did provide clarity that Stadia Pro is not Netflix. It's more like Xbox Live or PlayStation Plus. You'll get a free game a month. But, here's the quote though, and I don't like this at all, I don't know why this is here. They said, you get a free game a month, quote, give or take. I don't know what that means. (laughs) And and I definitely don't, I don't like it being that open-ended. If you're making people pay for a subscription, you need to tell them what they're getting for their subscription. At least the expectation. And the expectation can't be, ah, you'll get a game, or you'll get a game a month, maybe. That's not that's not good enough. We need to have clarity. Like, it, you get a game a month every thirty days, or you get twelve in a year, or you know maybe it'll be more than twelve, but it, you'll get at least one minimum. It'll, at minimum, you'll get a game a month. Maybe some months it'll be two, but people need to know. And the reason that they need to know is because they don't know they don't know what the games are. So if you're not going to tell us what the games are, then you have to at least tell us how many. Otherwise, I think you're hard pressed asking people to sign up for. And I think a lot of the confusion with you know, this idea that Stadia is just Netflix for games, and all. I think a lot of it is this type of messaging. The fact that they have Stadia base, but it's not available until 2020. The fact they have Stadia Pro, but you have to sign up for a Founders Pack. The the fact that Stadia Pro will give you a game a month, give or take. Like, everything is still very open-ended, and they've They've got to, I know, I know they haven't launched yet. I know it's still early. I mean, we've talked about on the last episode, it seems like they're launching this kind of in beta, like, you know, like it's really, it's a soft launch. It's not really a launch. It's kind of like a, a test pilot before they actually launch, but they've got to stop doing this. They've got to nail down their messaging and make it more simple. That's why, that's why there's, well, that's why we're seeing so many people that are confused and not really get the idea or have the details because everything seems fluid. And uh, I know both myself and Jared, like, we both are sitting there in our Discord. We're like, why are people so confused about this? But if you kind of look at the messaging and how they've... Everything kind of comes with a caveat. Everything seems to have some fine print with it. And that's why people are confused. People are confused because it's not simple. There's two or three different facets and two or three different dates and two or three different... Like, they got to stop that. We need to know. I, I expect you'll get a game a month. That's what I... That's the expectation. But they just need to say that. They need to stop with this give or take these extra things, just stop, just say a game a month. And if we get two games a month, then surprise, you got a bonus, but they need to, to nail down this messaging and make it very, very clear. They also said, you know, also with, with the pro subscription, you get discounts. I think closer to launch, they don't have to do this now, but closer to launch, we need to know what those discounts are. We need to know the type of discount where we should expect. Is it A pre-order discount like maybe 10% on all new game purchases or pre-orders or could they do something like that is it just an ad hoc like we'll just run sales whenever we want to can we expect sales at a certain time and uh, how much like what can we expect in terms of sales I think it's very important as we get closer to launch or maybe even after the the founders pack goes maybe they provide an update I think a pre-order bonus some sort of savings plan with stadia makes a lot of sense because you're streaming and not owning the actual code, right? You're not installing the game locally. So I think having some sort of access, giving somebody just a little added benefit 10% or something that a little added benefit, maybe it's a coupon a month, 20% off one game a month or something for Stadia pro members. I don't know, but something like this, I've been saying this for a long time. You've got to give people a reason to give streaming a chance, right? And it can't be because you want the PC stack. That's, people don't think about those types of things when the majority of customers when it comes to video games they're worried about one thing can I play the game does it look really pretty and how much money does it cost and that last one is usually the biggest one so I think a savings some sort of savings option I'd like to hear more and it just gives people more incentive to subscribe to the pro right and I know all the founders will all have pro for the first three months so like I said that initial little beta period that we're going through it's not necessarily as important that time, but once it starts to roll out and the base becomes a plan and you actually launch this product, I actually think it just can't be, you know, like Nintendo does that with um, Nintendo Switch Online. You know, they have like savings and thing. We still don't know what that is. Right. And that's a that's a huge problem. And I think it's more of a problem for a streaming service than an actual traditional marketplace, if you will this uh, xbox live playstation plus thing i mean it's, that's exactly what it is and that's exactly how it's going to work so it's not going to be like this library that you gain access to and you can play anything if you're a pro member the free game that comes out that month will be added to your library so just like playstation plus or xbox live you'll have you'll have ownership key to that game as long as you subscribe now if you stop subscribing you'll lose access to that but if you keep subscribing it'll keep growing and eventually you'll just have you know, this library of games that you can play from anywhere. I think that's the goal. And um, that's a good goal. I, I, I've I, often thought like, I rent a lot of movies and buy a lot of movies digitally through Google. And a big part of that was the fact that they started giving some away for free. Like when they first launched Google Play, um, for like the first year you could get a free movie almost every month. So all of a sudden, you know, I'd log into Google Play a year or two later and I have 20, 30 movies there. I have like this little library of stuff. And I'd be like, well, I guess I'll just keep buying stuff here. I think that's the type of thing that this could, this could do month over month, especially I think this might be asking for too much here, but one thing that I was thinking, especially if Google provides really good content, like we know as the founders members, we're getting Destiny 2, and I don't think we'll always get Destiny 2, but let's say that their games are actual like I don't want to demean, you know, like the indie games or anything like that, but let's say like they're games of value, games of merit. Let's say if they throw in Assassin's Creed and they throw in a Far Cry and they actually start throwing in some of these bigger games, NBA Live and things like that. If it's not just indie games, what what I think the traditional, you know, gamer has, has been conditioned to with Xbox Live and PlayStation Plus, if you can get a little bit more than that provide something of substance and every month you have a game of substance now all of a sudden you start really starting to, to make your case like hey yeah stadia pro you know we're not on netflix for games but look if you subscribed to us the last six months look at these six games you have in your library look how much money you would have saved you can play it from any like you start to get the snowball rolling you start to build a case for yourself and uh i think that would be very very exciting so uh, yeah that was a big part of the ama they talked about how the pros different from the base and all that. They also talked about their controller a little bit. In particular, they mentioned that their controller could eventually, maybe, possibly support Bluetooth. So it has an audio jack in the controller now, so you, you'll be able to play with your headphones if you want to plug in. But you could use Bluetooth headphones if you're, if like you say, you're playing on your Pixel, your Pixel Three, your phone, or your PC. But it could possibly come to just the Chromecast, you know, general Stadia environment down the road. And uh, Jared, who wrote up some beautiful notes for us, thanks, Jared. Feel better, buddy even mentioned that they confirmed the xbox adaptive controller is supported on stadia and that's really cool and they mentioned a lot of things like this right like they, they continue to mention that they're they're all for crossplay, and they're all you know like they they want to partner and they want to be open and they they want to do that and that's that's good messaging whether the other Hardware manufacturers, you know, will ever partner up with them and provide that opportunity. We don't know But it's good messaging for them to keep doing that anyway, you know That's that's what gamers want to hear. We want to hear cross cross save cross play. We want to hear all that stuff They mentioned that the UI is supposed to be really good. Um, they said they can't show it yet It's still being worked on but uh, I imagine that'll be one thing that we'll see coming soon I don't know if they'll do that in Stadia Connect or maybe they'll have like a YouTube video That just kind of gives everybody a walkthrough or something but you know jared put in here that the ui is supposed to be beautiful now google does have really good track record with that type of stuff so i'd imagine it's going to be really nice still very eager and intrigued and excited to hear this integration with youtube that they've not talked about yet you know like we saw it in their pitch we saw the youtube sharing the the links in youtube like the the google drive like way to share your instance of a game and bring people in i want to hear more about that closer we get to launch and that seems to like have really been on the back burner, the more and more I'm starting to wonder if it's not gonna be there at launch because you know again going back to the to my thing it's not too much of this seems to be seems like it's gonna be ready at launch. you know like the base isn't ready at launch you know a lot of the support's not ready at launch the games the, the U play plus isn't available at launch like a lot of these things seem to be will be coming you know down the road. They did mention that they will have system-level chat with friends list and parties. They mentioned that achievements are being worked on, that they'll be there, but they did confirm, like, of course we're going to have achievements, so that's good. I know a lot of people really like that. One really interesting thing, or two interesting things. They did two interesting things, probably more of note than others. They announced that they're going to have some sort of family sharing of game libraries, something or another. Now, the only other thing that I think Google does with this is they have, you know, like, Google Play family supported plans where, you know, you you can have unlimited music for $14.99 a month instead of 10 and that type of stuff. It'd be very interesting to see how this works. And it'd be very interesting to see if you can maybe share the cost with two or three friends. If you guys can like pair up and become a family and let's say, you know, Stadia Pro, is $10 a month, but let's say, you know, it becomes $15 a month, but if you could split it two or three ways, all of a sudden, you know, like that, maybe changes things a bit. We do that with Nintendo Switch Online, I, I game share with Kevin, that type of stuff could could really open the doors for more and more people giving it a chance, I think, you, you know, especially even, even amongst your actual family, you could set it up, you know, Go a family plan and give somebody a month and, and let them try it out. And let your friends and you know cousins and uncles and aunts and everybody else try it out on your family plan? That's interesting. It's very, very interesting. Um, I, I want to know more about that. They also got asked a specific question about Steam. So the PC, you know, game platform. Well, does there be some sort of Steam partnership with Stadia? And they got an it's just a really interesting response. And I'm going I'm just gonna read it here. Quote: Great question. My PR guy will kill me. Dot, dot, dot. We're always evaluating our options to make Stadia a better place for gamers. Smiley face. I don't know if you should overread into this. It seems like that answer is going to, you know, tempt. It's going to solicit a lot of people to read into that. It could be big. GeForce does this. If you guys don't know, like, so NVIDIA has a streaming program, they have GeForce, but uh, they, they do this. You can stream your Steam games using GeForce, which is, you know, that's awesome. Steam has great sales. People already have libraries. I mean, I think that's what they're saying here, that maybe there's going to be some sort of Steam partnership. But, I mean, is that does that come at, like, another subscription cost? Is that one of the things that they would announce for, would it be for, I'd have to imagine it'd be for Stadia Pro members only. Because, you know, Google's just not going to let you stream Steaming games for free. Like, you've got to buy a game from them or subscribe, I think. So I would imagine it would be Stadia Pro members only if that was what they were doing. And then at the same time, you have to think Steam maybe wants some sort of... You know, they still don't, they don't want people to leave, you know, their platform, you know, just to stream games over there. But it's interesting because Steam has a Steam link, which I don't think took off. So maybe there is like some room here for both of them to kind of partner up, maybe expand Stadia's library, give them some, you know, a built-in customer base, and maybe kind of make Steams away from your PC you know experience better because with with stadia you know you're you're subscribing what you're getting access to is the the server stack you're getting access to to their infrastructure their data center and uh, yeah so i mean i think this makes sense on paper like in theory and as a concept it makes sense and it could be something it could be something maybe that's what they have you know, left to say. I, I still think, we're, like I said, we're gonna get another Stadia Connect before the Founder's Edition arrive, and I think there's still a lot to be learned about this service. And speaking of that Stadia Connect, they did talk about future Stadia Connects. They announced that it it's sooner than we think it is. In terms of the Founder's Editions, they said that the, the username reservations will be released in the order that the pre-orders were received, so I guess they'll just go down the list and start doing it, and that other Chromecasts will be supported in the future, but for right now, it's still only the Chromecast Ultra. So that basically runs down the news, which I think this was great. I think this was great for them to do it. I think Reddit was the appropriate place to answer some of these more technical questions. And I think the blog coverages and and everybody, I think, you know, the wrap up, like the news cycle started to reverberate this for those that wanted it. You know, it wasn't mainstream news that everybody's gonna know, but the folks that I think are interested that wanna know some of these details, headsets, Bluetooth, that type of stuff, I think they got the information that they wanted and yeah. I'm. I'm. If you can't tell, I'm much more positive on Stadia today than I was this time last month, uh, or I mean before the the U the U Play Plus announcement. I think with that coupled with, you know, some more details and some clarity on on the game library and, and how this is all going to work, you start to it starts to make a little bit more sense. And uh, I'm very much looking forward to it. And I can't wait until we see the next Stadia Connect and we get more information. Hopefully, more games. I want to hear more from this guilt game. Um, you know, from Tequila. Uh, i'm not like excited for it because tequila is i'm not really excited for the developer but i like conceptually when they make games and they show games like they they do something for me so i'm hoping we'll see more information like that maybe they've you know brought on another indie game or three or something like that and then uh, hopefully the next data connect they announce you know the founders they show the ui and maybe provide some details on 2020 i doubt it i'd, I'd imagine that we won't get the 2020 details until 2020 I think that's why everything is just kind of 2020. Like That's why they're not really committing to a month or anything like that in 2020. So they're gonna launch the founders. We're gonna figure it out and we'll go from there. Well, that's gonna do it. I really don't have any questions answered. I can't talk to anybody else, just me. So uh, that's that's the news wrap up and kind of my thoughts on Uplay+. Plus. Maybe we'll get back together sooner. Since that i just did this as a solo show maybe once jerry gets better uh, maybe we'll just pair up to two or if devin gets a new computer hopefully we'll be back some quicker definitely than a month faster than 30 days let's turn around something and uh, have another episode for you guys so thanks for sticking with us and uh, we will see you next time on the google stadia show